July 31st, 2018. Welcome to Jonathan Ramcharan, the podcast. Yes, another July has passed and that sultry time of year, August, is upon us. Uh. You know, that time of year when the golden crest of the sun spreads across the meadow... The butterflies are bountiful, bouncing through the fields. Corn on the cob is plentiful at any roadside vegetable stand. Yes, summer, August. Just before the death that becomes fall and the cold that turns into winter. Summer, August. Yes, that time of year when you go and you swim in the beach. Yes, um, yes, 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 July is done and August is upon us, last day of July right now. July has been a very, um, teaching, introspective year, (laughs) sorry, rather, month for me. July has been a very introspective, assessment-based month for me this year. Had a lot of um, soul searching to do. So, if you're new to my podcast, uh, I am a Toronto actor, comic, alcoholic, temporary worker, Jonathan Ramcharan. This is my podcast. And, um, you know, I talk about these things and blah, 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 what I'm going through with that. And, um, you know, as of today, As of now, I am one year and eight months sober. I'm healthy. I work out regularly. Um, I have uh, the podcast. I go out and I do stand-up comedy. Um, I'm seeking work as a professional actor, you know, putting out my headshot, my resume, all that stuff, trying to get an agent, trying to get some, uh, you know, bookings. And uh, I'm a temporary laborer. I work in uh, kind of, uh, they call it lumping. (laughs) Lumping. (laughs) I'm a lumper. I, uh, you know, I move furniture. I set up events. I work on construction sites. Uh, I do site cleanup. You know, I um, organize garbage and put it into the garbage. I collect recyclables, put it into the recycle, sweep, mop, stuff like that on a construction site. A little landscaping here and there, and Bob's your motherfucking uncle. So this is basically like uh, what's going on with me right now. And um, this past July, um, this past month, has been a real eye-opener in terms of, like, your calling. One following their calling in life, right? Calling. I'm calling you, I'm calling. Calling all cars, calling all cars. Like, um, you know, you're calling in life. And I've been like really f- listening for my calling because I had to make some changes. I was, you know, I was getting a little bit 
restless, irritable, and discontent at the pace in which things have been going in my life and career. You know, I've been working really hard and not exactly appreciating the turnaround, you know? Like, I'm looking at things like, wow, like, shouldn't I have a... Shouldn't I be a little further ahead with things? But, you know, I should be grateful for what I do have. I have so much. But, um, you know, grass always looks greener. So July has been kind of like... uh, the month in 2018 that kind of really got me thinking. So I'm going to talk a little bit about that. So, you know, as I mentioned, I'm a temporary worker. Um, so this past uh, June, I recently quit quit a job. I was working a job for like the last, for like, I guess, the last few months I've been working this job doing like furniture moving, just unloading furniture off of a truck storing it in in a store, you know, in the back room of a furniture store, helping them sort and organize and store their inventory. And I just got fed up. The people were just kind of petty and, you know, and like every day was like, every time you go to work, it would always be, okay, we got to to unload the truck. And okay, did you unload the truck? Okay, now we got to go do this. And okay, we got to put this over here. And it's just like, yo, This is the same song and dance every time I come in here. And every time I come in here, I get it done (laughs) competently and in a good time. And you always, they always say the same thing to me at the end of the shift. Oh, good job. We're so, we're so glad to have you. Good job today. Oh, wow. Wow, that was a big truck. And uh, we didn't know if we were going to get it done. And ooh. Yet every week they plague us. They plagued me with the same. all the anxiety, stress, and worry that it's just like, yo, hey, you get off my cloud. You don't know me. You don't know my style. Back up. Shut the fuck up. Pack that nonsense off and ship it to Tayoko. I don't want it, right? Like, I don't need this fucking aggravation, right? And I had a lot of co-workers too, like from my agency, other temp workers. I was working with this other guy. He was just like a disintegrating drunk, you know? He'd show up to work half drunk, (laughs) Oh, hi, hey, hey, how's it going? Uh, teeth falling out, smelling like shit. He'd go and drink in the bathroom, right? I'd catch him go drinking like, um, you know, Rev? I don't know if you guys have ever seen Rev. Those like blue, um, I guess they're like vodka coolers. Those blue Rev drinks. He'd go and drink those in the bathroom, right? And he'd come out just reeking like booze and sweat and shit. Oh, hey, how's it going? Uh, okay, we gotta go. We gotta move this here and we gotta move that there. Oh my God, buddy, shut up. Shut the fuck up. Like, this guy was like my, this guy was like 28 years my elder. This man was 30 years older than me, 28 years. And I would talk to him, I would have to talk to him like a child at times. I'd be like, yo, stop doing this. Please stop that. No, no, over here. Please, no, not right now. Stop that. No, don't do that. Please, no. Like, I'd always have to, like, kind of calm him down because he was just, <laughs> just a dumbass drunk. He would turn, like, the, the most fucking um, minuscule fucking Mickey Mouse fucking brainless activity of unloading a truck He'd always turn it into this big, oh, okay, well, um, yeah, we're going to put it here and move it here and blah, 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 blah. So, like, I'd have to, like, fucking deal with that every day, every day when I go to work. So it's like I'm just getting bombarded on all fronts, 
you know, <laughs> from like the fucking, um, you know, company men and women of that stupid job. And then I get the <laughs> from like the fucking stupid drunk that was like, you know, my coworker from the temp agency. So I was just getting fucking um, railroaded on every end. And I'm just like, yo, fuck this. And I, I quit that job. And, um, you know, and, uh, you know, a part of me even feels guilty saying what I just said because, you know, these were, you know, fairly decent people, but they just didn't know how to deal with stress. And that's what I can't deal with. Stress. Rather, I won't deal with stress. I don't stress. I'm not stressing about this shit. It doesn't matter. I'm going to do my best. I'm going to be here, present, and committed, but I'm not going to stress about it. That's the last fucking thing I'm ever going to do is stress about something, right? So I'm like, yo, I can't be doing this shit, right? So I had to put in my uh, resignation at that job. So I've just been like floating around between all these stupid ass jobs and stuff. Um, you know, I was like landscaping. I was moving furniture, doing all these fucking little petty semantics uh, throughout July. But hey, you know what? It paid the bills. It kept food in my stomach, kept peanuts on the table. I'm a peanut lover, by the way. I eat a lot of peanuts because I'm a pescatarian. I don't eat meat. I'll have, you know, fish and eggs, but, like, I don't eat uh, meat, you know, of any other sort. And, uh, you know, the other day I was, you know, I was taking some, uh, I had, like, these clear uh, organic waste bags. They're just full of peanut shells, right? I'm taking them outside to the compost, and my neighbor, you know, he creeps up on me. and goes, hey, yeah, you eat a lot of peanuts, don't you? I said, excuse me? Yeah, I've been watching you. You eat a lot of peanuts, don't you? You always got a lot of peanuts, I noticed. You always, how come you always eating peanuts? It's like, what the fuck are you? Like, so like the Spanish Inquisition? Like, fuck, you know, like I eat, I, I like peanuts. What's the big fucking deal, you know? Yeah, yeah, we've, we've all been noticing you, Jonathan. You eat a lot of peanuts, don't you? So everyone's like keeping an eye on me and shit, you know, like getting really, get, you know, like it's a blessing that like uh, I eat healthy and I get my protein and I'm not killing animals. But the downside is I'm getting fucking spied upon by my neighbors. How come you're always eating peanuts? Yeah, you're always eating peanuts, aren't you? Always keeping an eye on me and shit, keeping tabs. And, uh, but you know, um, <laughs> my temporary labor gigs, they're blessed, man. They keep food on my table, they keep my needs met. I get to eat peanuts. I get to drink um, Perrier sparkling water. That's one of my little guilty pleasures. I love uh, sparkling water. It gives me a little bit of a kick, you know, like a little bit of a, you know, like a, a little bit of a sparkle, you know, a little gurgle in the throat, you know. <sighs> Having a sip of some, uh, you know, a little, little sip of uh, sparkling water at the moment right now. And uh, But it's, you know, guilty little pleasure. So that's where, um, you know, the... Uh, the temporary labor job uh, kicks in, the blessing of it. But um, as of late, it's been like, um, it's been getting kind of um, redundant, played out. It's like, you know, they say the definition of insanity is um, repeating the same actions and respect and expecting a different result. So it's like, I've done this shit time and time again. I've worked these dumbass, menial jobs time and time again. They go nowhere. It feels like I only go backwards, baby. Every part of me says, go ahead. I got myself up again. Oh, no. Not again. It feels 
feels like I always go backwards with these stupid-ass jobs. It's like there's no fucking point to it. It's like a never-ending loop, right? And, um, you know, don't get me wrong. Like I said, it puts peanuts on the table, right? And, you know, I love peanuts. I've taken a lot of fucking pain and um, ridicule for my enjoyment of peanuts. I got a friend, right, who from Ireland. One day he caught me eating peanuts, right? And he's like, you're fucking always eating peanuts. What you always eating peanuts for? I'm like, well, like, I'm a pescatarian, man. Like, I don't eat meat and shit. What the fuck? You don't eat meat? You don't eat meat? Well, what the fuck? So you just, you just ate peanuts? I'm like, yeah, I, I eat peanuts. Peanuts? Fucking peanuts? He was, like, beside himself. He was, like, grabbing his... He was grabbing, like, fistfuls of his red hair. Peanuts? Fucking... Put the fucking... This cunt's eating peanuts. He's, like, losing his fucking Irish marbles over the fact that I ate peanuts, right? You know, I've been taking a lot of slack and shit for, like, my peanut loving. But, you know, I digress. Like, you know, like, like I say, they, I got to be respectful and appreciative of these jobs. They, they keep peanuts on the table. They keep sparkling water in my throat. And, but, like, they just played out and redundant, you know. And it got me thinking this, you know, like, now that I'm kind of um, a little bit more free with my work. I don't have, like, a specific temporary job that I report to. I just kind of take little piecework here and there at the moment. Little piecework here and there at the moment. So it's got me thinking like, well, what's the next step? This is just redundant. And um, also in my performing, more importantly, in my performing, it's, it was, it's been getting redundant, you know? Like, um, like for example, I'm a stand-up comedian. And uh, the best I ever did was I was a, I was a, um, what do you call? It? I, I, I was a middle act, at a at a professional club, and um, that w- what that meant was you know I, I would do twenty minutes of original material in between the MC and the headliner, the headlining act would come on and close out the show doing forty five minutes. I was like the the middle act, the feature act. I would do twenty minutes, you know. That's basically what it is. And I did that uh, for a minute, and then, you know, the, the alcohol, the, the stinking thinking, the whole world of, um, you know, addiction kind of caught up with me, and everything kind of got burnt down by my own doing, of course. And um, I just kind of floundered, and I was out there just trying to get work as a comic and as an actor, and I was just doing a lot of independent stuff, uh, trying to get my own projects going, and... Um, very half-assed because I had that monkey on my back, right? That drunken monkey. You know, drunken monkey on my back, right? And, um, and um, you know, once I got sober, I've been working very hard to, you know, get my career back. And the last year and eight months, I've been doing a lot of open mics. And um, one thing that we talk about in sobriety is humility, you got to be humble. You know, you got to look at your past and be grateful for your present and be humble in your station. Be humble. And I, uh, you know, you have to get humble if you want to get sober because you have to admit that you got a problem. You have to admit that um, you were living unmanageably with your alcoholism or whatever your addiction is, right? Mine is alcohol, so my life had become unmanageable. <laughs> unmanageable. So I had to be humble and 
seek help and uh, start from the bottom all over again, right? So, you know, basically in my life, and um, so that's why, I, that's what I've been thinking about a lot in this July. Um, this whole month has been very, just kind of slow in that regard, right? Because, you know, work's been kind of slow, and then the stand-up comedy's been kind of slow, and... Um, but I have a lot to be grateful for. I'm, I'm, I'm healthy. I'm working out. I'm eating peanuts, like I said, like a million times here. And um, I'm doing shows and podcasts and applying for work. But, um, you know, I've been hitting up these mics and they've been coming redundant. Like, I go to this mic. I go to this open mic this past Thursday. And I walk into the room. There's a bunch of... I think they're comics, a bunch of comedians. They're sitting at the table. It's a couple uh, a couple women. I've never met them before. I just I thought they were comedians. They just looked like they were. So I walk in and I go, oh, hey, are you guys the comics? And they go, oh, uh, no, uh, no, we're, we're just running the show or whatever and blah, blah, blah. Okay, no gay jokes. No gay, like, no gay jokes. We don't want any gay jokes. I'm gonna, like, they just launch into me. Not even getting my name, not even in a, in a hello or whatever. Just they start launching into me. No gay jokes. The manager doesn't like gay jokes when gay jokes happen, okay? Because uh, it's a big gay area and then there's no gay jokes, okay? No gay jokes. <laughs> That's the life of a fucking open micer, man. You just get shit on even when you're not fucking, you know? It's like, I haven't done a goddamn thing. I'm getting reamed out, right? So I turn to them and I go, um, oh, so uh, just go heavy on the gay jokes. No, we're not saying go heavy on the gay jokes. We're saying no gay jokes. I'm like, okay, I get it. So like, try to do some gay jokes. No, no gay jokes. And they're like, okay, no. Finally, they get it, right? They're like, oh, he's just joking. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, ha, ha, ha. And then they're like, you got jokes? You funny? Is that what you're here for? You're a comedian? You're funny? You got jokes? I'm like, uh, yeah. Yeah, I do. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, okay. So, like, what's the fucking deal? Are you guys running the show? Like, what the fuck are you people even talking to me for, right? I'm still, at this point, I'm still trying to figure out who are they. Are they the host of the show? Are they the club manager? Are they the bar man? Like, who are these people? Turns out they're, like, just, like, the promotional lackeys of um, the fucking MC, the guy running the show. They're just, like, his little lackeys, his little minions. Like, they have nothing to even do with the show. And they have, like, no power whatsoever. And, and it's, they didn't even have anything to do with the gay joke ban, like, they're telling me not to do gay jokes, and they're not even the ones running the mic. It's none of their business what my material is, right? But I didn't say anything, really. I'm just like, okay, cool. Well, where's the host? Like, oh, well, he's running late. He'll be here in a bit, or whatever, right? I'm like, okay. So I go and I sit down. Uh, the show's supposed to start at 8 o'clock. It's uh, 7.50. No host. Where's the fuck's the MC? Where's the host? Where's the show host? And little by little, more comics start showing up. So at this time, there's like 15, 16 comics, still no host. The show was supposed to start at 8 o'clock. Here it is, 8.30. No host. Where's the host? Finally, this asshole saunters in at like a quarter to nine. The show was supposed to start at 8. So now the show's 45 minutes behind. Now there's like a fucking million comics chomping at the bit to get onto the show. 
And um, so, you know, I was like the second comic there, but now like I'm like everyone's scrambling to get their name on the list or whatever. He doesn't even put out a list, by the way, the fucking idiot. This is how backwards he's running the show. It's an open mic. There's supposed to be a list of names. You sign up on the list and then you go up, right? That's the order. He doesn't even put the list out. So it's like we're just in this fucking purgatory limbo of like what the fuck's going on with this show. And then he um, he sets up the microphone. All it is is like a microphone through like the the order. Like they have like a little microphone they speak into for like when the when the food's ready, like for seating, you know, like table number two, table number two, your table's ready. It's like a little speaker. So like, it's basically that. He grabs the microphone. It's like right at the till. You know, you got customers walking by, squeezing by. It's like this narrow little fucking restaurant. It's like right in the way of everything. It's just like the, the, the it's, it's not a show is what I'm trying to get at. It's not a show. It's pathetic. It's beneath an open mic. This is desperation level. This is like no self-respect level. This is retarded. So I'm looking at it, right? I'm like, I don't want to do this. Like I had, I had, I had like um, respect for myself that I stuck around to investigate because I care that much about getting stage time that, you know, I will be humble. I'll stay and I'll check things out and I'll, you know, I'll perform if there's an opportunity, but I can't lower myself to the point of performing in front of hungry patrons as they try to claw their way to the till to pay for their meal. You know what I mean? Like it's retarded. And then guess who saunters into the room? The king of the open mics. I don't know if that means anything to anybody, but like, um, you know, most communities have the king of the open mic. He's like that comic that um, he's like maybe one step above the other open micers. You know, maybe he's getting a little bit of work at the local clubs or whatever. But in terms of the industry, he's a nobody. You know what I mean? Like, uh, and I'm, that's not my definition. I mean, it's the industry tells you I hate to say it, but the industry kind of tells you your worth. If you can draw a crowd, if you got a name, then you're valuable in the industry, right? If you're just somebody working your way up, then you should have the humility to know that. But there's sometimes there's people who find themselves to be the king of a, a scene, right? They're always trying to get bumped. You know, getting bumped is, or they're always trying to bump people rather. Like, um, I don't know if you've heard that term, but it's like, a, like at a comedy mic. Or like even on any stage, really, like um, I'm sure it happens in the music world industry too. But um, basically at a show, when there's an act that's supposed to be the next act on the stage, they can get bumped if there's a higher act, right? Like a more, you know, renowned act stops in. They might get bumped. Like, oh shit, like, um, let, let's say I'm a comic, right? <laughs> let's say I'm a comic, Yeah. <laughs> Totally. Let's say I'm a comedian and um, I'm doing a show and, um, you know, somebody famous walks in, another famous actor or sorry, another famous comic. And he wants stage time. Well, I might get bumped. I would get bumped. It would make sense. You know, it's like, hey, you know, fucking Chris Rock walked into the room. Do you mind if I go up and do some time? If Not even do you like, you know, whatever. It's It's about... It's like that, you know, and I hate talking about star power and blah 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 and industry you know it genuinely makes me feel gross i mean like i'm not that kind of person i don't give a fuck about any of that but i can agree with it like you know like if there's a if there's a better act or a more well-known act 
then sure, bump me. I, I'm not going to get offended. You know, like, um, you know, if Amy Schumer walks into the room and she wants to do time and I'm the next comedian, if she wants to bump me or if the showrunner wants to bump me, then that's cool. Like, whatever, you know, it's like, I understand this is a person with, you know, some pull. But when you start getting people that are just like, they're no better than, they're just, they're, 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 they're the same, they're your peers. When you got your peers trying to bump you, it's a bit much when it's like, like, who are you? Like, who are you to bump another comedian? Like, you're just, you're the same thing, right? Like, you're... So there's this king of the open mic and like, um, thankfully I don't see him that much for me to like really dislike him. Like I'm so objection, I'm so objective these days too. That's another blessing of my sobriety. Like I'm objective. Like I don't like this guy and it's not because, and it's not that I don't find him funny. This king of the open mics. I mean, he's actually quite funny. I've seen him and I'm like, okay, he's funny. And I see that he's got chops and he's got like, you know, He's got some, you know, he's got some talent. And, uh, but I don't like him because he's an asshole. He's like, he's rude. He's obnoxious. He's arrogant. He bumps people when it's like, yo, dude, you're some fucking, you're like some mediocre middle act at best. You know what I mean? Like, what's with this fucking walking into rooms and bumping people bullshit? So, you know, he, he comes to the gig, right? This fucking hell gig that I was at last Thursday. And he's, um, he bumped everybody, right? He goes up first, right? And I remember, I remember, I just like standing there, and uh, I was like, "Fuck this guy, I gotta go," right? Like, uh, not even because of him, but I was planning to go anyways because I'm like, the mic sucked, and um, basically, uh, after I walked out of that mic, I didn't walk out of it, but uh, you know, I said, I said thanks to the MC. I said, "Hey, man." Um, Sorry, I gotta go. Uh, yeah, I gotta go meet somebody or whatever, and, and uh, maybe I'll be back at some point or whatever. And, and I just left. But that's when I put in my mind, like I am done with open mics. Like um, I quit open mics as well. I'm just like, yo, I can't deal with this. This is stupid. Like it's not getting me to the place where I need to be. I need like, I need. I need decent stage time and I need to have some confidence and I need to, I guess, do my own thing. You can't rely on, like, you can't draw from a polluted well, so to speak. This industry, this community of stand-up in Toronto, it's pretty polluted. It's not very healthy. I don't get a good feeling. Because, like, um, I've been to a lot of these rooms. And that's what I'm talking about, being, like, ungrateful and, like... I've been to a lot of these rooms in this town and they all have the same attitude and vibe. And it's not even just me. You know, you see the other comics, they, they grumble about it, they talk about it. You can tell they're discontent. And even with this king of the open mics that's going around bumping people and shit, people, I was thinking about him. People must hate him. Because I only see the guy like maybe once or twice a week. Because I, I don't go out to that many mics. I just kind of, you know, I, I start to lose faith in them. I'm like, this is bullshit. It's all a bunch of just um, control and ego. And I don't need to be around it. It's just like an open mic is supposed to be just like, a, you know, a, a free, like an open stage and a celebration of independent performing. 
Well, no, it's become like this ego fest and, um, you know, you scratch my back, I'll scratch yours and kind of clicky. And it's like, it's bullshit. It's like, I don't want to be a part of it, right? So like, I don't go to that many open mics. But I was thinking about like the king of the open mics, the community must hate him because like he, he does that at every mic and everybody's like smiles and laughs and talks to him and stuff like that. But I'm like, I'm pretty reasonable and I'm pretty objection, uh, pretty objective. So it's like, I don't really have any beef with him, but I'm like, I bet most people don't like this guy because he's a, he's a real cock. So, um, but anyway, it all got me thinking, like, um, basically, I gotta, I gotta do something different. I gotta do something different with, like, uh, like, performing. Like, I just can't do it like this anymore. It's just, there's no point. Um, basically, it got me thinking about calling what your calling is. It's been like, I feel like I'm being called on to do, um, to, to, to go further. You know what I mean? Sometimes you can look at these things as a, you know, to sum up, you know, I could look at like, uh, oh, wow. Like, um, I got all this trouble with my, um, I have all this trouble with my temporary labor. You know, it's like, all these jobs suck and I'm sick of them and I'm getting used and, you know, going to work is kind of miserable. And then it's like, oh, I look at my, um, my performing. I'm like, oh, this is bullshit. Like, um, you know, I'm, I'm going out, I'm doing these fucking mangy, fucking shabby, fucking open mics with all these like, um, egotistical little fucking, you know, wannabes basically, you know, like they want to be further than they are, but they act like they're like, the fucking God's gift to fucking stand up when they're just, like I said, mediocre middle acts at best. You know what I mean? And it's like, I don't understand, like, um, like, uh, I got to just remain calm and respectful and like, I'm just trailing off right now because like, I'm like, I don't know. I'm just getting, I'm kind of over it. You know what I mean? Like, I'm kind of over the feeling of um, powerlessness. And I think that's what... Uh, I think that's what it is sometimes when you get... You know, when when you feel powerless... Like, I was kind of feeling powerless for a while because it was like, I'm doing all these stupid, petty little gigs as a temporary worker and I'm playing all these dumbass open mics. And you start to feel like, holy shit, is it ever going to change? And then it's like... I just kind of eventually just said, yo, like enough of this. This like last month in July, it just kind of hit me. I'm like, yo, enough of, enough of this. I'm not doing these stupid fucking jobs anymore. And I'm not doing these stupid fucking open mics anymore. And um, it's changed. It's changed a lot. I got a lot to be thankful and grateful for because of that. The next step is to get, um, you know, higher training then. Higher opportunities. Um... I don't know how I'm going to do that, but it's going to seek it out somehow. But um, that's the next step, definitely. And um, I don't know. Take it at that for now. And 
I don't know. I guess to sum up, like, July was kind of like an, an eye-opener for me because it's like, I was just, you know, I was kind of feeling railroaded. There was no opportunities for me, even though I was working very hard, you know? Listen to this. Do you hear this? Never mind. Uh, some crackhead was screaming outside my window. But um, anyways, um, July really kind of opened my eyes because it's like, you know, I've been working very hard and um, trying to be humble about everything. And um, I, I wanted to know what my next step was. And a lot of doors seem to be closing in my face. It's like the job opportunities were kind of scarce in terms of the temp work. Um, the fucking comedy open mics sucked. Um, I wasn't getting any feedback from my um, acting uh, endeavors. And I was like, well, I got to do something different. And now I realize like, oh, I'm being... Sometimes you find the answer in... Sometimes the denial is the answer. Does that make sense? It's like... Like... Like I said before, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. I can't go to this stupid temporary labor office and expect to find some dream job. It's just not going to happen. It's a fucking stopover to get you to the next place in your career. Like, uh, whatever, right? Something more. You know, it's temporary labor. It's not supposed to be forever. It's temporary. These open mics, I mean, they're just a stopover to something else. Um... I finally graduated from them. I just said, yo, fuck it. And it pains me because I'm not above it. If these open mics were truly enjoyable to go to, I would continue doing them. The problem is they're not enjoyable for me right now. I've taken everything I can learn out of going to them, and they're no longer fun. What I need to do is get more um, legitimate work. And that means i got to stretch myself out and put myself out there more. Same thing with the acting. You know, I've been banging my head... Uh, putting out resumes, headshots, this, that, and the other. Nothing seems to be coming back. So that tells me I got to either, um, you know, quit, which I don't see myself doing, or I got to start producing my own things, right? So um, I'm gonna, I'm looking into like some like uh, post-secondary courses and shit like that to get, uh, that way I know how to, you know, produce and uh, directed all that shit. Like, I know how to do all that stuff. Like, um, I know the acting part of it. I'm looking more at the technical side now. That way, you know, I have a little bit more control over the things I do. Put together some of my own things. And I guess the idea of um, listening to what's being in front of you. Because I guess that's what July is showing me. Huh. This is a very somber podcast, isn't it? Somber. Uh, you know. <laughs> career. Career. Isn't there anything more boring than your career? I hate my career. <laughs> it's just boring to me now. It's just like, all I want to do is have fun with it. Like, I don't want it to define me, you know what I mean? Like, I want it to blossom. Sick of like, um... Well, I don't really feel that way about it, but it's it's more so, it's time for me to just live it, you know what I mean? Let it be all. 
Let it be, let it be all and everything. Because um, it really takes me out of my creative um, juices to have to like fuck around with a day job and blah, 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 blah. oh yes, ball, balls, yes, balls, sweep the floor, balls. It's like, I'm trying to focus on like, you know, being an artist and shit. Then you got to deal with all these petty semantics of fucking clocking in for some lazy, rummy, fucking low down, shiftless, fucking spineless, fucking broom pushing, fucking company man position. And I don't know, man, just makes me a fucking nervous wreck. <laughs> anyway um, But hey, you know um, I guess the good thing is that this month is over <laughs> And um, Yeah, it's just uh, and I think I spoke about this recently enough Like one of the blessings I have too is like I'm a lot more I don't know. Like calmer. Like it like you know what I mean? Like I'm truly not even mad about these things. This stuff isn't upsetting to me. It's just like the reality. It's like the acceptance in it. And it's like you know, I see a lot of people who are living in a state of anxiety and um desperation because it's they want, they want, they want, they want, but are they willing to... Sometimes just because you want something doesn't mean you can have it. And you got to be open to... you got to be open and with your mind and your ears open and your eyes open and listening to what's coming back at you. And that's what's coming back at me. It's like there's nothing there. So if I want something to be there, i got to create it. Hmm pretty inspirational I guess you know I don't know if it's very funny but um it's pretty inspirational so I don't know I'm just gonna keep eating my peanuts keep doing my push-ups and um oh yeah that's the other thing I wanted to talk about too like um the idea of just answering that call like being like sometimes the sometimes the setback is like the calling for sometimes when you experience a setback it's like a calling to go on further in a way. You know what I mean? Like I said, like all these little, I don't even want to call them setbacks, but just like, you know, you get a result that you don't want and sometimes that spurns you on, spurs you on to doing more. Like with the workouts, like I started to realize like, holy shit, like I'm in good shape now. I have the potential to get ripped. I'm like, I'm looking at myself. I'm like, oh, I'm in really good shape. The next step is to like, you know, really focus in on how I eat because like, I eat really good, but like for God's sakes, I ate a box of fucking cookies today, you know? I was kind of, like I said, I'm like, I'm, I'm fucking banging out fucking July on a high note, you know? Like, I'm eating a box of cookies, eating fucking peanuts galore. And I'm like, you know what? I'm just having one of those days where I'm just like, yo, fuck it all. Like, I was supposed to go to work today too. I just said, fuck it. Like, I'll go into work tomorrow and start a new month. But, um, you know, I ate a box of cookies, ate a bunch of peanuts. And, um, you know, those things are, you know... They're, you know, for example, the peanuts are okay, but if you overdo it on the peanuts, you can wind up gaining weight and stuff like that. And I eat a lot of peanuts. And if you, obviously, if you eat a box of cookies, that's not exactly good for you. So 
these are, but though I am in good shape and I work out a lot and it's like, you know, you get a little bloated or whatever, but the point being like, I have the option now that now that I'm in good shape, I could get ripped. So like, I got to start thinking more about like, okay, maybe I should really zero in on that diet and really make an effort to cut out sugars and uh, carbs and, you know, up my uh, workout that way, you know, it's like, I have the potential to be ripped. So why not? Right? That's a blessing. And uh, I don't know. Uh, I'm gonna let this podcast be the way it is. Um, <laughs> uh, there were some funny things in there. There were some insightful things in there. It was just plain boring at times. But um, it is the podcast for this week, and uh, that's what it is. It's your old chuckle buddy, guess who? Jonathan James Ramtron reporting live for duty on this July 31st, 2018. Thank you for listening. Going forward, gonna fucking really, 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 really amp it up. I mean, it was a good eye-opener this month. You know, I kind of have a better game plan and visualization for what I gotta do. Steps in which I need to take in order to get there. And I'm very happy to have you along for the ride. Hit me up, jr.thepodcast at gmail.com. Send me in uh, some feedback or whatever. Trash me, why don't you? Whatever you want to do, hit me up there, jr.thepodcast at gmail.com. God bless, and um, talk to you soon. Peace.